Top of the day, everyone. This is Hot Garbage, True Crime Edition. I'm your host, Nisha, and this is my beautiful best friend and co-host. Buddha Badass. And today, I feel like I'm, I've, I sound weird because I'm getting over the cooties, I feel like, and my throat, hopefully it sounds good. I mean, uh, you probably have the new COVID. You look <laughs> like you sickly <laughs> no, in your body and soul. No, my daughter gave me cooties, but she says she did not, but um, but I'm actually getting better, but I'm... No, you get cooties uh, from the opposite sex. You can't get cooties from your daughter. Do you see how you take stuff weird? Well, no. I'm talking because she was sniffling. Like, she had, like, a little bit of cough and it came to me. Your face does look red around the lips, too. Yeah, you know, it is. Because I, I was blowing it. my nose and it, my... You know how you blow your nose so much that your whole lip is, like, dry and the skin is peeling off? Or it looks like you have a mustache. No! One of the two. No! Whatever! It looks like you need to shave. No! I do not. That is dry skin, I promise. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm not growing a mustache and a beard over here. Blame it on the skin. Blame it on the alcohol. You are out of pocket. Oh my gosh. Buddha badass is sitting over here thinking that I have a mustache and a beard and I don't. It really is dry skin. All, all I'm saying is if it walk like a duck and talk like a duck. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but, but you know, I'll record with you guys whether I'm on my deathbed or not. I will be here recording. You will. You will. You're you're a trooper. Yeah, this is awesome. And, and we got new listeners. So I want to say thank you so much for everybody that's listening. Share with your friends, your coworkers, your family, people that you love, people that you don't like. Tell them about us. Share with people you don't know. Just roll your window down in your car really, and play the music really loud. Music. Play us really loud and let somebody next to you hear it just like a drive through movie. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be dope. That should be like the new thing. Like not even playing music. Yeah. Just be just playing loud ass talk radio. Like podcast. Right. That's, I do that. Yes, That's funny because yes, I you do, do that. I don't it, listen to music weird that as much. Hell. Like I'm like, is somebody talking to her? Like <laughs> she's trying to motivate everybody around her. But you be doing this, like motivational speech, like, yes, you are good today. Yeah. You can be your best. It'll be just hella loud going down in a car. You know, and you have you have an electric car, so it's not making yeah, any noise. It's, so it's just like you can do your best. Like the yeah. like the, like instead of the ice cream man, you you're that person just I, giving positivity out to the world. That's loud. so me. I think and you know, I listen to all different kinds of podcasts. So I remember I was picking up my daughter from school and there was a podcast I was listening to, but it was very sensitive um, subject. I think it was like about violence or racism. It was something very sensitive. Because you do listen to murder even I, more than the positivity. I, I do. I listen to a lot, but this one, and so someone came up my car like, hey, like you may want to like, you know, tone it down a little bit because your conversation can be hurt. She thought I was on the phone talking yeah, about this. And I was like, I no, no. Was too. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm not talking about this at the school. This is like my podcast. So I didn't turn it down. I didn't even realize. Yeah. But yeah, they thought Especially I was on the phone. With, that's the new odd thing with electric cars. You don't need the subwoofers and the big 12s nowadays. Yeah. People can hear your stuff because your car makes no noise. Yeah. So now I'm conscious. If I, What if I really was on the phone? And like, so now I got to be conscious about kind of what I talk about. Yeah, or turn can't... it down. Yeah. You could do that. You could... Yeah, I couldn't do that. <laughs> There's always that. Yeah, option. I'm that type of person. I forget I'm not listening to music, that I'm listening to a podcast, and I have it full up. So. Man, bussing. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if they should spread the murder. Now that I think back on it, I heard you drive off with the positivity, but I can now see you do that because you always tell me about some new podcast and yeah. that you've listened to. And we may even start talking about the other ones. Oh, so, yeah. to, you know, send a shout out to her favorite potty peas. Yes, I want to give uh, a shout out right now, actually, to Sisters Who Kill. That's another podcast that I listen to, and they are very uplifting. They gave me such uplifting words. They sent me an email, and I was kind of like fangirling. Oh, but nice. They sent me an email and, you know, kind of giving me kudos on starting the podcast. But I suggest that you, you know, listen to them. They talk about black women who murder. 
And so Sisters Who Kill definitely listen to them. And they are beautiful the women. Yeah. Here. They're beautiful women and I can say that their personality definitely matches their faces and their energy and they're just great. So Not to, to sound horrible, but I can see black women doing a lot of killing. So I can see that going on yeah. for a while. Black women seem like they, <laughs> they just have it in them. Those are Latinas. If you put Latinas in there, you got some killing going on for some years. Is it because we're always so stressed out? Uh, you guys are passionate. That's mm-hmm. what we call it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm I'm a person that, you know, I, I love the, the ladies. You better keep your wife love, happy. Right. You know, I got to <laughs> love the fact that I have brown skins all around, whether it's Latinos, Native Americans, yeah. Indians, um, which is Middle Eastern, mm-hmm. um, all that Hindi, all, even uh, to Native of, of the uh, American Brown. Yeah, I, you know, just make sure that you know I call it passionate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so with that that they have inside them, it can kind of boil over. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like in the same sense of when you see somebody who has a crush. And I think that's what, you know, a lot of the women in their cultures go towards is who they end up marrying is kind of that crush. And it gets a kind of obsessionary. Yeah. Where they're not playing with you. Yeah. You know? Hell no. So if you're if you're somebody if you're very important to somebody, you don't know how far you can take it when you take that world away from them. Yeah. And that's you know what? It's funny because you did a good little bridge into the case we're gonna talk about today. Mm. We're here to talk about not a sister. This is not, you know, a sister or a black woman or anything that's killing. Today we're talking about Tyler Hatley who kills his parents. And the reason okay. he kills his parents is the craziest reason anybody He, he wants a black girl? No! <laughs> I mean, that will send you down a path. <laughs> no, honestly, that reason probably would be even a better reason than this one. This one's just stupid. He wanted to have a party. That's all it was. And this... I told you about these children. Yeah. Anybody who's a parent out there, watch out. Your child might kill you. Yeah. Like... I, and you know it's crazy because we're gonna. I think we covered this on the Aaron and Kathy case. And this is another this is like where your we're fourth or fifth. Is this no, not it's the just second one. one. I think no, is... where children are killing parents. No, this, this is only like, the second one. No, we're this over. is like this, okay, maybe maybe a second. I have and more. My mind yeah. remembers more because I have more on the list, but because we're gonna go over more. May, of these, maybe, but yeah, but yeah you, you, you you seem to find a lot of. It was the girl, and she yeah, Aaron Kathy. That was the first one we went and over. It was somebody else. The point is, is that. Children are killing their parents. Children are killing their parents. Yep. There was somebody else that did this, though. I'm, I'm oh, going to come yeah. back to it. Yeah. When I remember it, I'm going to tell you about it. Oh, I'm going to tell yeah. you deep. But the point is that this is this is a real threat. This is a real threat. And what scares me is it's it's good parents. Yeah. And this is another one. Um, uh, mom and dad. So we'll go over the victims first. And then we're going to go into Tyler Hatley and who he is. Okay. Now, the Shout vi- out to the good parents out there. Yes. Yes, definitely. Parent life is real life. Yes. Now, the victims is Blake and Mary Jo Hatley. Now, they lived in St. Port, Lucy, Florida. And so that was very close to Blake's retired parents. So that's why they were out there. Blake had lived in Florida his whole life. And he was called kind of like a gentle giant. Because giant, he, he was a big, tall guy. But he was always smiling. This is the dad? Yeah, this is the dad. Okay. Uh-huh. He was always smiling. And... Mary Jo was always the one that would discipline because he was like kind of a softer parent and he had a hard time like kind of like disciplining them when they were little because it was like he didn't like to whoop them and stuff like that. But everybody said that that knew him said that Blake was really fun, goofy to be around. Um, and he was a watch engineer at a nuclear power plant. That's what he did for work. Kidding. Yeah. 
Yeah, now Mary Jo was from Pennsylvania. He was a smart Homer Simpson. Yes, that's that's exactly what I thought of. I thought of the Simpsons. Anytime they say nuclear power plant, I automatically think of the Simpsons. Which is actually high in technology. Yeah. So I wish they was kind of like depict Homer in a little bit different because there's nobody at that job <laughs> who actually is on Homer Simpson's intelligence. I, yeah. Nobody at a nuclear power plant, which is the <laughs> highest level of technology that we have yeah. other than like fusion mm-hmm. energy where you have, uh, so everybody around there is like basically scientists. Yeah. Even the, even the janitor has a, has a master's oh, degree. Oh, yes. I don't know. Why is Homer like that? So <laughs> it's just something where they can just kind of sell off of the fact that he's he's living his life like he's doing because you're making money. Yeah. You see what I'm making saying? Money. Like, how the hell? Uh, trying to apply for a nuclear physicist. Anybody that's listening now, you try and apply to a nuclear power plant. And let me know what website that's even on. I don't because, even. I've never <laughs> seen that. Maybe Google. Like, how do you even get Homer's I job? I Google nuclear power plants and see what websites come on. <laughs> well, you see somebody who's supposed to be a dumbass. Yeah. How did he get that job? Nobody explains that. Know. Nobody explains how the hell did he get that job. I don't know how he got that job because you know what? When the show started, he was already at that job. We didn't see it that. Was, it made it seem like it was assembly line. Yeah. On the only time when they ever even talked about a job, he like walked in like it's a job fair. Yeah. But mm, in truth, though. I don't know. Because I have friends that go to job fairs, and I have been to a couple of myself, and I never added in nobody's nuclear power plant. I haven't even become an electrician. What? Well, that's interesting. Well, Mary Jo, she's the mother, and she was from Pennsylvania, but her parents moved her to Florida when she was in high school. And this is where she met Blake. So they were high school sweethearts. Now, she was a very popular girl in high school. She was sweet, funny. And so they were like a really perfect match with each other. Now, after they got married, they attended Catholic church every single Sunday. And Mary Jo got a job as an elementary school teacher. Now, they had two sons. Ryan was 23 at the time of the murder. And Tyler was 17 years old at the time these murders took place. That was their two sons. They all lived together? Yeah, they, well, Ryan actually at the time of these murders all went, had, went away to college. So mm. at this time of the murders, only Tyler was home, a 17-year-old. Okay. Now, Tyler was a troubled teen who started doing drugs and alcohol like really early in life. And listening to rock and roll. Yeah, actually he listened to rap. So we'll, we'll yeah. Uh, what? Yes, well, well uh, spoiler alert. So when he murders his parents, he got hyped up by listening to a little boozy song. But I'll get to that. Lil Boosie? Lil Boosie, yeah. I thought he was at least at Ice T. Wow, I mean, yeah. wow. Wow, okay. Okay, I'm going yeah. to bring up a subject later on. Yeah. But that's interesting. Now, he was born on my birthday, December 16th, 1993. I always knew you were a killer. No, that's crazy so, that we share the same freaking birthday. Uh, that, isn't that crazy? That's crazy. I mean, yeah. you seem to enjoy it. <laughs> well, Sagittarius, but I'm a different Sagittarius. Are you different? Because, born on the exact same day? Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. Now, he was, he was premature, though. He had a lot of health issues and mental health issues from this. Now, he was born three pounds and 10 ounces, and Mary Jo had a very difficult pregnancy with him. Now, family members stated that he was very sweet, but he was very withdrawn, and he was a little bit strange. That's how they described him. He suffered from bouts of depression, anxiety, and eating issues. Mm-hmm. So he was always obsessed with his weight. He didn't want to gain any kind of weight. So because of this, he became bulimic and he had thyroid issues. Was he in California? No, this took place in Florida. He's in Florida. Yeah, I can see. That's like the Bikini State. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, it, that's you know, and people and guys wear speedos. I wouldn't recommend it for anyone. Yeah, so, huh, right. even, even bodybuilders. Even though I'm, I'm down with you know, this it's kind of weird. I'm like bodybuilding is cool because uh-huh. I mean I voted for Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm proud of it too. <laughs> I'm proud of it. Um, but because I feel like the, you know, like that's the real Chippendales is is male bodybuilders. Uh-huh. But you shouldn't wear that in public. <laughs> even you I don't care how buff you are put on some shorts some shorts huh some so, level, yeah. but in in an area where it's like that where you, you you're talking about people are so in fit and shape and that's the hip thing yeah I could see that happening yeah Tyler yeah been, and he he also has self esteem issues you know he would quit everything he tried so he would do sports teams he would quit because he just never felt like he was good enough for anything you know um, his mental health issues was treated with counseling and meds and so basically when he, he was 12 or 13, when he basically started vandalizing cars, property, stealing, and he would light fires, he would break out windows, he started taking acid pills, he would drink a lot, he would smoke weed, he would do ecstasy. He all started all this at 12 or 13. What, I mean, what, where was he getting it from? I, I don't know. I'm thinking friends because he had friends that was doing it, but I don't know exactly like where he was getting all that's this stuff. That's a lot like, of stuff by was, 12 years old. Yeah, he was getting a lot like, of that's stuff. That's connected. That's on some real, that's on some BG. Him and Lil Dirk like, yeah. had the same type of people. Like he probably knew him personally. And he did know a lot of older much. people because later on when we go over the party, he had older friends that was at the party too. So he had, yeah, I'm sure he had his connections. Too. It had to be a real connect. Yeah. Like, God dang. Mm-hmm. Now, he wasn't, he was one of those kids that he wasn't popular in school, but he wasn't not popular, if that makes sense. He was, like, right in the middle. You know those kids that's, like, right in the middle? Like, he had friends, but there was a lot of kids that didn't know who he was. So, a lot of kids that's going to be at this infamous party that we'll talk about, they didn't really even know him. Like, they was like, oh, that's Tyler? You know, they had, they didn't really know him. But, of course, everybody comes out because it's a party. But, you know, he just had his core group of friends, and that was it. It was the peanut butter jelly mix. Yeah. In, okay. a, in between is the peanut butter and the jelly. The, you know, on the lower end is the non-lower, but the people that's kind of cool enough. Yeah. And the higher end is the jelly. Yeah, so he's more like... Because the people that's more the higher end of cool. Yeah. But they're not, the, they're not on the bread part. You're yeah. Not, you're, not, you're not getting that bread. Yeah, you're not getting you that. He was saying? right there. Yes. <laughs> he wasn't the cool kid. See, I, I was always on the bread. Oh, yeah. I, I can see that. You, you what, was one of the bread ones. What tier were you on? I, I was low-level bread. You love Only because, like, I, like there was some things that was happening at the time yeah. in in bread culture that I was just like, that's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and so I'd cut against the grain, and I I would not be cool for it at the time. It was not cool for like for standing up for some, like standing up for a person who's getting picked on the nerds of what do you do now in the movie yeah. and stuff. In my, in my when I was younger, that was not you know it was Fonzie rule you know type yeah. of stuff type of. Just it just I it, I I mean I was nowhere near Fonzie's days. Yeah, but it was kind of like you know like I, I you know it was that kind of the cool person type of deal is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's where you know I came up in the Will Smith days, mm. and you know if you actually watch a lot of Will Smith movies, he's a, he's pretty insulting. You know, even though he says it in a cool, fun way, so yeah. you don't want to be the guy who doesn't seem like you know you haven't showered or you don't want to be the guy that didn't have the name brand clothes on i came oh, in yeah. when, i came in when that stuff was hot like yeah the name brand fun- clothes yeah yeah people yeah. used to make fun of you not even just name brand though yeah. it got so bad that um, when the schools i went to uh-huh. your clothes had the match brand 
They used to get on you for oh, having yeah. different brand names. Remember yeah. that? Well, that well, that was a cool, I mean, because like I remember when Rockwear was so. Why would you have a Rockwear shirt on with the baby fat jeans? That's weird. I mean, now, like, now no one cares. Now nobody cares. But back then, that would be like, what the? What are yeah, you doing? people used to be like, what are yeah. you doing? <laughs> so people would go bad on you. Yeah. So like, maybe I got the pants on sale over here, the shirt on sale over here. You could not do that, right? <laughs> and the, here's the other thing: is it, it made people also be harsh with their they would have mismatching wardrobes sitting in their closet for a lot yeah because you have a jacket that you never had the pants yeah the pants that you yeah. have the jacket even though you can put them on together nowadays but yeah. they would totally go but they're not the same brand yeah and so you will we have a jacket that's sitting in your closet because you're waiting for the pants and the shoes yeah. and the shirts Either you're waiting like, to match all of the brands together. Yeah I remember to a stupid that. bitch stole a pair of my apple bottom jeans and like, I literally, I had that problem because I had the shirt and I didn't have the fucking pants no more. She wore them in front of my face, okay? Mm, and mm, trying to say mm. that she fucking bought those, like, last week. I knew they were my fucking pants. And I'm like, if you're listening to this, bitch, I hope that, I hope that you fucking burn. I okay? hope that you bring in the cussing. Yeah, like, good guy, well, cause, you, know, you are a Christian okay, woman. You, you know what? That's just, when you said that, made me mad because this bitch really stole my fucking apple bottle. Oh, God. You know, you don't fuck with the apple bottle. Uh, no, you didn't at the time. Apple Bottoms brought it out. Yeah. They were cheating. I, Apple know, Bottoms was a cheat code. You know, woo. Yeah. But you know what? That's fine. I'm not even going to trip off the Apple Bottoms anymore. You know, I've learned to come to a place. Have you? Yeah, I, I forgive. I forgive. You was there for a second. Yeah. Moment. It pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> so, getting back to Tyler Hatley. So, he would play a lot of pranks on his friends and families, but he was very shy with people that he didn't know. Mm-hmm. Now... They also, now he was a pathological liar. That's what a lot of his friends and family members says. Mm. Now, Tyler and his friends also had lit the the wildlife preserve on fire. And so at that point, they had just gotten off with a warning because they were kids. But yeah, they set the wildlife, it was the Fiverr Park Wildlife Reserve. They actually like burnt it up. Like not, it didn't, they didn't burn it down, but they set it fire at a wildlife reserve park. Mm. And they got a warning because they were kids, you know. That's not no. I don't like it. Now Tyler had also gotten arrested for aggravated battery because he had gotten into a fight at his friend's party. So for that, he got sentenced to a week in jail and two weeks house arrest. So at this point, his mom took away his phone and said, "You can't have any kind of you know privileges at all because they was really Mary Jo and Blake was really trying to get their son under control." At this time, Ryan had left for college and everything. So, I, uh, you you gonna keep reading? But uh-huh. I don't want to sound bad. Uh huh. No, go ahead. He sound like a punk. Yeah. No, he was. He, I, he was. He set up a reserve wildlife park on fire. There's yeah, animals he sound like there. a whole lot of stuff. Just doing stuff with his friends and doing all this other stuff. Like, bruh, and you doing these little things. He sound like your parents was a little too light, and you got to kind of got away with it. Well, yeah. Like. There's some people, and I mean, I, I'm glad that I was raised around people that kind of look like John Wayne. They had that old ass stare yeah. with that whole shit. Some, I mean, I was some real. I had to adapt because of the fact that I didn't come up with a father in my life. I had to adapt to the people that was figures in it. Yeah, and become like these four men that I looked at. Great thing is, you know, like man, two of them was white, but just an understanding. Of there's some people that can see like, but you a punk. Yeah. You try, those are the most dangerous is what I'm trying to say there. Uh-huh. Those are people who's always trying to prove something to somebody. Mm, and they yeah. would do desperate things 
in trying to prove that. Yeah. You got the reason why when you watch when people say, "Oh, you a punk," and then they act they they act hella hostile, even when you talk about hood people, and even when you talk about the the Wild West. Yeah. Is because you got to let them know that they can't test you though. Yeah. They're gonna do something extreme to look cool to their friends. Yeah. Or to look cool to whoever they feel like it is that they need to look to. Even sometimes as a woman, that's even worse. I mean, and here's the thing, because look at all the stuff he did before he even got his phone taken. That's what I was looking at. Yeah, like, yeah they wasn't, and I feel like your parents was a little too lenient on Yeah, that. it was like, because I was like, damn, like, my phone would have been, I don't even know, like, because yeah, you got, you let down, some, some of the stuff as a parent, you need to let your child know that you, you can't take me there. Yeah. You're going to reach a danger zone. Uh-huh. But uh, it's a good thing, though. You, you want your child to know you as a parent and love you, but they you want them to kind of, like, taste a smidgen of if they knew you if they wasn't your child. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. You know, like, you want to be... I, I say you see what I mean too much, and I told you yeah. guys to stop saying that. But <laughs> no, you, you said you was going to stop saying weird or something like that. And I say you see what I mean too much, too. But, <laughs> you, they, but you want them to know. You want them to know, like, bro, I can get real. Yeah. Do you well, think mommy's this way? Well, at one point, though, Mary J, Mary Jo did have him committed to a mental hospital because he had came home drunk one day and he talked about suicide. So she did get him committed to a mental asylum. I mean, that's 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 a whole different thing. That's not yeah. what I'm saying. I'm talking about the discipline and the testing of the parent. Mike Epps said it the best in Friday. I think it was the Friday after that. Yeah. But said he, he was a character as an old man and he said, don't test my gangster. Oh, Yeah. I loved him in that. Yeah, he, he was the kid was one of the characters he played in. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, as as a parent, you have yeah. to have a gangster level. Absolutely. Even like, Source, which where we all come from, has a gangster level. My kids are scared because I do so much true crime. They're scared of me, literally. No, Nisha. No, like literally. No, no not that I do anything. You're scary to me too, as well. Wait, from no, that, no. I want you to know that. No, but you're scary you to your set. children because you're scheduled. You're so regimented. Yeah, and you do not play. I don't play around. I don't fuck around at all. And, and it, it sounds minuscule. And sometimes, sometimes I've heard the argument with you and your child, and I'll be like, "This is a weird argument." Like when you heard the argument with me and my girl, oh I was like, my "This God. is silly. So, this is a yeah. weird argument." But I was listening to you, and I was like, "Is she talking about at twelve oh two, and you guys got to pick up this?" Be like, "I have this schedule. No, we're not gonna do this. I don't have the time." Yeah, I'm like this girl is for real with her schedule. Yeah, so she knows that there's a line you can't go with that. There's mm-hmm. just some parents. In some truth, it may seem to be kind of uncool, quote unquote, as a parent. Yeah. But it is okay to be uncool because you are the parent. Absolutely. And I hope you guys are all listening to this because you have to get your kids under control. Otherwise, we may come into a Tyler Halley situation. I wouldn't say under control. God, girl. Well, we have to. Like, uh, you no, know, there's Because just there was no control in this situation. I mean, this is honestly, I'm not going to say every kid that has no control in the house is going to kill. It's obviously, this is a very, what do you call it? This is a very extreme. Not every kid's going to kill up their parents. But I have seen some kids beat their parents' ass. Uh-huh. I've seen shit like that happen before. You don't want that to be you. Well, we're going to circle back to this. Because you are very regimented on control, and I am not completely on board with your super control. Yeah, we're... But, because I don't believe in the word control, uh, especially with your child. But I do understand that there needs to be something, some uh, type of partition. So we're going to have to circle back yeah, to this, because this is going to get deep. This could be a whole, like, episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because this seems like you got a lot on yours, and I got a lot on mine on that part. Yeah. But the point is, is that more parenting. More parenting. That we both are agreeing. Yes, Absolutely. 
Now, now at this mental hospital, he was treated for depression, low self-esteem, and his eating disorder as well. Now, two weeks before she was murdered, Mary Jo's friends and family said that things was getting better. Like, after he got out of the mental asylum, things was getting better. He had a better attitude. Mary Jo was telling them this. And so it just seemed like he was changing for the better. Now, the weekend before the party, Tyler, his dad, and his grandfather went to a family reunion in Georgia. And his grandfather didn't see any warning signs. The night before the party, he went to dinner with his aunt, and she said everything seemed wonderful, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, Tyler later told his friends that at that dinner, he couldn't stop thinking about murdering his parents. So, that was the whole he thing. He couldn't stop, stop thinking, thinking about, about murdering his parents. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> now, Tyler's friend Cameron ran into him that same night, like after the dinner, and Tyler told him that he was coming back from a dinner, and so Cameron was kind of saying, you know, Cameron told Tyler that it was his birthday that day. And so Tyler told him to come over because he's going to be having a party pretty soon. And so he was like, you know, I'm working on having a party and stuff like that. So he was already plotting it when he talked to his friends. It almost sounded like he was coming up with a reason to kill his parents. <laughs> like it, nobody, nobody made him have a party. Yeah, he, it's like he wanted to. Yeah, he, was, right. he knew that he was going to tell him no, and he was going to kill you. That's what it was, and because like his friend just randomly said, "Hey, it's my birthday. Oh, come over. I'm having a party." Like what? I'm like, having a party anyway. Yeah. What coincidence? I already oh, planned okay. on killing him this weekend. <laughs> Fuck it. What I'm gonna do? Come over there and be like, Mom, can I have a party? No, I hate you, bitch. <laughs> He's one of them that probably said it right there, and you're like, Tyler, you stop doing that. Now you stop saying you hate me and you're gonna kill me. <laughs> no. That's not nice. That's not nice. <laughs> now I'm different to mention in one of his um in one of his behavior things, that there was also a lawsuit going on against the Hatleys. And this was for $15,000 because Tyler had actually hit a child with his dad's truck. He didn't kill this child, but he actually hit him. So, the, Like with the actual truck or a toy with, truck? No, with his truck. Like Tyler was driving. How old is Tyler? Tyler is 17 at this time. This had happened last, the previous summer before that. When he was 16, he had used his dad's truck and accidentally ran over a kid. And the kid was injured. So the parents had the Hatleys tied up in a lawsuit right now. So, Did you go over the case? How, how did they say what happened with the well, hitting of the kid? Well, no, there's not a whole lot of information out about that. It's just that, and the reason is, is because, so Tyler was supposed to go in. They was actually supposed to go to court that August about that situation, mm. but they didn't need to because Tyler killed his parents and he never went to that court case because he was in jail already for killing his parents. Well, that, so that, that is got, interesting yeah. part. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I don't like just that part of information of how it was just put in. I'm not saying it in a mean way to you, but yeah. I'm just saying... Hey, I'm not gonna speculate. He's running children down with a truck. Well, this yeah. is kind of how it just put into perspective. Well, no, my he didn't mind. do it on purpose. It was like one of those like, like he. It was an accident. It was a complete accident. This wasn't something he did on purpose. But the parents were suing because the child had injuries. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So it's like if someone like accidentally like runs over your child, like you know, it's it's an accident, but you still need to be compensated for medical bills and stuff like that. That's the kind of lawsuit. It wasn't a criminal thing. Okay, because I can't law- put yeah. it in a, in a depiction is what I'm saying of what his personality is. Oh yeah, and whether he's doing this or not, it, it was just how it was said, just in my perspective. Like, hey, yeah. Also, he's running children down. Oh yeah, no, I didn't mean to say that. I was because I, I was putting it in. You know, all the things that, you know, had led up to this point. Mm-hmm. And, but I had forgot to put in that was important that he had accidentally gotten to an accident. He had actually kind of hit a little boy. And okay. so they was going through this whole lawsuit thing 
But obviously that got dropped because him killing his parents became more important. He was never there to testify in that trial. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, that is a sidebar. Yeah, I of... don't think that he was out there just, you know, running kids over because the only people that he really thought about killing was his parents. So that Right, was, yeah. yeah. So I, I can't say that as a, even a warning to the parents or something. Yeah, like, that was just I, a typical teenage okay. stupid mistake, okay. you know? Like, yeah, you made... no, that's... Okay. So, now, <clears throat> Tyler had been planning killing his parents for weeks. I'm going to read over an online conversation that he had with his friend Isadora because he still didn't have his phone. His phone was still confiscated. So they was talking back and forth on Facebook Messenger through his computer. So Tyler messaged her and he said, whatever you do, don't text me anything about drugs. Because, and then she asked him like, well, He what? said that in the text? Yeah, Well, yeah, in the message on Facebook Messenger. He said, yeah. Don't text me about drugs? Yeah, because his mom had his phone. So he was telling her, giving her a warning, like, don't send me no text to my phone. <laughs> so let me let me talk about, don't have any trail of what I'm talking about. <laughs> a place where you have a trail of what I'm talking about. Kids are stupid. And said blatantly, don't text me about drugs. Don't text me about drugs. And so she wrote, what happened? And he said, my mom has it, has it because I got arrested on Monday. And she's flipping shit. And he said, I just got out today. She says, oh shit. Tyler says, fucking shit sucked. She said, you bad kid. And Tyler just, uh, Tyler says, just kidding. It's a pirate's life for me. And then she says, LMAO. And he said, I don't fucking, I don't fucking associate with no pi- <laughs> with no pirates. I'm sorry. She says, LMAO. I don't associate with no fucking pirates. And then he says, okay. I'm done with all the nautical nonsense. And then she wrote a smiley face and said, you're so silly. And then she asked him, what are you doing? And he said, nothing. I'm considering suicide. And she says, why? And then Tyler says, because I want to die, I guess. What other reasons are there? And then she said, well, are you being serious? And he said, yes, I do want to die sometimes. And then she says, don't die. Smoke a bowl. Ah. whenever you're down. Ah. That's it right there. Don't die. Smoke some weed. Yeah, whenever you're down. And then Tyler was like, I used to, but now I drink a lot when I'm depressed. It feels the emptiness inside of me. And then she says, you're quite the character. And Tyler says, yes, but all my smiles are fake. So I'm going to be reading a lot of these online conversations because this is kind of leading up into the headspace he was in when before he killed his parents. Because this was only like weeks before he killed his parents. I mean, it, it is an interpretation. Yeah. So I'm gonna, where's your, where's your, your can at? I'm stealing some of your stuff. Well, oh, it's oh, you want some? Mm-hmm. Here you go. Today is a good. We day. are sipping on something really good. We sip every single time we're doing this podcast. Yes, as we you, said, and we're gonna start promoting if you guys do allow us to and tell you the drinks yes. that we drink because we try and test it out every time. Right. If you test guys feel free, stuff. if you guys want to, like you know, donate to there's us, buy our bottle every Saturday. There's <laughs> vodka. There's Hennessy. Yeah. There's gins. Yeah. Tonics, tequilas. We drink that a variety. Variety, and we record, yeah, we record every Saturday. So if you guys feel free, to, if you want to put in and buy me and Buddha a bottle, that'd be great, right? Well, I wouldn't say buy me a Buddha <laughs> bottle. I'm just saying, just allow <laughs> us to talk about the beverages in which we're drinking, or restrict us is what it may end up being because you know you're somebody who then would be the sponsor would be like, well, you can't talk about nobody but hard drinks. Yeah, tell tell me about it. 
But the, we should do I, just start talking about everybody's drinks. Can I have my thing back? Okay, I'm taking Look, he's trying to steal my... I was, though. I like, was. He, and he's, ta- he's doing the thing where he's talking, he'll think that I'm going to notice that you're stealing from me. I, I You know, I thought... This is a smooth <laughs> move that I've done. Because if you keep talking and doing what you're saying and say that you, you're sorry, people just let it happen. I notice everything. Oh, girl, don't I know. Anyway, so at this point, he starts telling everyone that he's going to have a rager and an out-of-control party. Nobody believed him because a lot of parents knew that... His parents were super strict. And also, his close friends knew that he had been getting in trouble a lot. So, it was like, there's no way that his parents is ever going to let him have a party, right? And he had been grounded. So, he told people that, you know, he was going to be working on having a party. That's what he said. And so, at 11.25 a.m., this is on Saturday, July 16, 2011, he received a Facebook message from one of his friends named Antonio Ramirez. And Tyler, Tyler responded. He said, sup, bruh. And Tonio responded by saying, chillin', what are you doing today? And Tyler says, I'm trying to have a party at my crib. Now, this is the day of the murders. And then Antonio says, your parents aren't home. And Tyler said, no, they're leaving pretty soon. And so that was that conversation. Now, at 1.15 p.m., he posted on his Facebook, party at my crib tonight, maybe. And then at 8.15 p.m., he puts party at my house. So at 8.15, that's, you know, we know he has killed his parents, which I'll go back to. You don't know what happened. Don't well, be for speculating well, beforehand. Well, we're going to go you back said to. one what time? Okay. 11.25 a.m., he, he tells his friend Antonio that he's working on having a party. No, no. What he send out to the Facebook people? Oh, the Facebook people. That came at 8.15 p.m. He says party at my house. But right, what what was the time before that one? Before that one was one fifteen p.m. He one fifteen at one fifteen p.m. He posted on his Facebook party at my crib tonight. Maybe, maybe. so that was a maybe. And then at eight fifteen, it's a for sure party at it's my a house. Party at the house. Yes, because at this point, he's already killed his. Parents. Don't tell me the story. I'm what not, you think it is? I okay. don't know what's going on. Okay, you know what? A party I'm... killed the people. You don't know who killed nobody. <laughs> I don't know who did nothing. Okay, okay. This look. Okay, eight fifteen. I'm just gonna. Go on with it. Gosh. Okay. 8.15 p.m. Party at my house. And then he says, hit me up. So a friend named Ashley Hayes messaged him. Ruining the story. I wasn't ruining the story. Okay. It's a spoiler alert. We already knew what was going to happen. No. You're you're, you're not alerting us. You're just spoiling. You're not alerting. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Hold on. Now a friend named Ashley Hayes messaged him and said, whoa, what if your parents come home? And he wrote, they won't trust me. So then before the party began, he went to the ATM. He took out $5,000 of his parents' money. At the ATM? At the ATM. Yeah, he was able to take $5,000 out. Mm. It really depends on probably what their limit was set at. It depends on the the type of money that they're doing. Yeah. Which again, Homer Simpson having access to that type of money. That type of money. Think of that. Yeah. So he actually had to go and pick up a few of his friends for the party. And as he picked up his friends, he was flashing the money around. He just thought it was like great. So he he was flashing the money around and telling them all about it. He had one of his friends that was 21 go in there and buy beer and stuff for the party. Now, a lot of people started coming to the house. Most of them he didn't know because like he wasn't, like I said, the most popular kid. But they just heard party and everybody came over there. 
Now, this party was in full effect. They destroyed the house. It was in full effect. It was in full effect. When I said full... Yeah, when I said full effect... You wrote that down, too. I wrote it down. I was like, it's in full effect. It was in full effect. Because it was like... Because cigarettes was being put out on the rug and the furniture, couches. That's full effect That's full... Look, look, Mm. and this is what I don't understand because... No, no. Describe this party first. Okay. Because you put full effect. Yeah, full effect. And then this is going to be what you believe is full effect. Okay. Cigarettes was being put out on the rug. Glasses, dishes was breaking. They was busting stuff up. Stuff was spilling all over the place. Uh-huh. Now, and this is... Now, that's basically the part... Because they was destroying this house. I mean, it was so like... the house was being but, destroyed. But, and this is what I don't understand. Effect. Like, when you go to a party, I don't understand people, like, destroying the house. And you'll see it was, it was crazy because, like, a lot of people did start thinking that this was weird because you have this kid who's saying his parents is out of town, right? But at some point, they're going to come back. You're thinking, nobody's thinking their parents is dead. They're going to come back. Aren't you scared of, like, getting in trouble? You know what I mean? So people mm-hmm. started thinking that's weird because you're letting people just do anything in this house, like, mm-hmm. as if you don't give a fuck. So that was just It's weird. funny because other, other than your full effect yeah, is it is even a gathered understanding amongst the youth uh-huh. that if people are in your house... yeah. Going full effect. Full effect. Uh, going all out and putting asses out on your couch and all that stuff and on your floors. Yeah. You should then become that non-cool party host. It's kind of funny right. how you depict it in movies yeah. that you're that asshole that's telling people not to put that and put a coaster down yeah. and put that stuff up. But it's in real life, they expect you to do that. Right. They and do. especially if they're in a house that looks this nice and you guys are doing yeah. it, it's like, so what the hell? Yeah, nobody's going to come home like you just don't care. You like, don't care? Yeah. you just balling out of control that much? You buy another couch? Yeah, right. And I'm going to add that. And it's not even your house. Like, it's your parents. That's weird. Like, I'm going to add that's stup- one of the stupidest parts of the crime because I have a lot for this case. But the stupidest part of the crime, you're not acting like nothing is wrong. Like, if this was me and I just killed my parents and I'm having a party, I'm going to be doing everything you said. Coasters down. Everything is gonna look nice. No, my parents are gonna come home. I have a place if I'm allowing you to smoke inside a place for you to put your ass. Yeah, because (coughs) you're looking suspicious as fuck right now. I'm just like, bro. Yeah, I I love these parts in your stories where you tell me about how the people even in there are like, I'm, I'm thinking this is a crime. Yeah, I'm thinking something's going on because I'm so blatantly doing wrong. Yeah, right. Too much wrong goes right. Yeah. See, that's exactly, and you'll see, it's going to be even more of these parts that's going to come up. Now, he had a lot of different stories, because people ask, like, well, where are your parents? And he told some people that they were out of town, like, he just had a lot of different stories of kind of where they were, but people said that he was walking around drinking, but he wasn't really socializing. He was doing a lot of drugs. He seemed out of it, just completely out of it. And so around 11.30 p.m., a guy named Mike Young came to the party, and this was a job. He was a football player. He had a lot of friends. Sound he, Mike Young? Yeah, Mike it sounds like, yeah. yeah. Is that a quarterback? Uh, yeah, I don't know. He was, they say he was a football player. I didn't see quarterback, but I'm guessing. Maybe yeah. linebacker even. Like, mm, Mike Young. Yeah. Well, when he when he when um, Tyler opened the door for him, He's he later cool. said that he was fidgety. His pupils was pupils was super big, and he kept on kind of rubbing his hands together because he was so nervous. You think when you kill people, your pupils dilate? No, I think we do a lot of drugs because he did a lot of drugs. And oh, do, okay. Yeah, that's what it because he was on. He was just on. Was so t- that was oh, part yeah, of it. Was but I think a lot of the fidgetiness and stuff, I think that a lot of it was, you know, because imagine killing somebody while you're like on ecstasy or you're yeah, just high as fuck. Up. Like, I feel like 
if you're on drugs and you kill somebody, I feel like that's just even more of a, I don't even know. Like, because you got to be in a good headspace. Like, I don't think you would ever do drugs when you kill someone. Oh, my God. Or in your previous killings. I, no, uh, but I, I would, uh, well, they do amplify even more so. And I would say even back in the days when I used to smoke weed and try and hide it from my parents when it was when weed was a bad drug. Remember it used to be the gateway drug? Yeah. We'd be like, if you do if you smoke marijuana, you'll yeah. co- do cocaine. Yeah. And then you'll start sucking dick. Which is so not like, true. Like uh, everybody so. just knew for sure that you was gonna do marijuana and kill everybody in the house. Yeah. Marijuana's the start. And that was so oh. not true, right. But my a lot of my paranoia of that when because that was like the heaviest drug I did. Um, a lot of my paranoia in that half the high or eighty percent of the high sometimes. Yeah, was trying to act like I ain't high. Yeah, so it's, I don't even think I can smoke weed and kill somebody. Like I could not. I just I don't know because I don't right. know how my so mind you're is gonna act go. Chill. Yeah, while, while I'm scared in, in, in inebriated state. Yeah, and this might be why he did a lot of the stupid stuff he did because you'll see. Like I'm gonna go over a lot of it. But this, he did a lot of stupid stuff. To you where say I was it's like, stupid. I like it, it is the moment. I, 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 yeah. I'm living this with you right yeah, now. In these moments. So I'm like, it's in the moment of what this person chose. Yeah. Uh, it is the life that they they lived of it. Yeah. No one's planning it out that perfectly like you are, Nisha. That's one of the things that scares me. Yeah. You, it's stupid because you're like you're gonna brilliantly kill whoever you kill. <laughs> it's just I, I want you to know I'm your best friend. Go. I've always been nice to You're you. You're not Nisha. on my hit list. I You've always to, been nice to I me. I tried to give you money earlier today. <laughs> Remember that. Remember that. Like, Anyways. I'm being nice to you all the time. <laughs> now, Mike said when he came in, he immediately noticed the destruction in his house. And he thought it was weird, too. But he sat down on the couch. And then someone was walking around. And they was like, it's thanking here. It smells like dead people or something. Like, somebody was like, there's just this smell, you know? Now, this is the part I hate, too, is that the, the family had two dogs, and they were so scared. They got, somehow they got locked in this closet during this party, because, you know, it's a wild party, so they just kind of just locked the dogs away. What type of dog? It was, it doesn't, I don't know what kind of dogs they were. They, they was just the family dogs. There was two of them. They and locked in the closet. Well, one of them was locked in the closet. Actually, the other one was under Ryan's bed, the one that left for college. He, but they were scared. It was shaking and scared, because there was so many people up in there. Hmm. Now, at the beer pong table, there was a beer pong table that was set up next to the family computer station, and this computer was being used for the music. Mike said that the computer area was disgusting. The keyboard was covered in this brown liquid, and near the kitchen door, there was a master bedroom that was closed and locked, So, and there was a long hallway that led to this bedroom. Kids tried to get into this room for whatever reason, but it was locked. They couldn't get in. Now, but on this door, there Why was... Why trying to get in the master bedroom? Because this party was wild and people was doing what the fuck they wanted to do. So they just wanted to go in there just, and do some stuff. Yeah. So now, there was... What we found out was blood smeared all on this door. Now, nobody knew what this brown liquid was. Everybody thought it was either like soda spills or something like that. Or whatever's on the, the, the computer. It, right, right. And we'll find out later when you find out like how this murder went don't, down. I don't... I'm not, okay. You're the narrator. Okay. I'm the talker. Okay. Every time people, every time people like try to get near the master bedroom door, Tyler, that was the one thing he was like, stay away from that door. Do not go near that door. That was the one rule he had. Just stay away from that door and out of the Or well, what? Tyler? <laughs> what you gonna do? Tyler punking people from this door? Oh, 
Now you go from being a nerdy dude to telling people that I can't go inside this room now. We all outlandish. I'm just saying this as being a person who's currently intoxicated. Oh, yeah. And been intoxicated at that moment. And I'm thinking about to get some from Nicki Minaj. Oh, Like, yeah. bro, oh, <laughs> what? Oh, I just thought about that because whoever was going there was trying to get some. So, yeah, yeah like, it, I'm trying to open this door. And he's like, don't open that door. I'm like, bro, <laughs> you better give me another door or what, bro? I'm going in here. Like, let a cat have that. I'm not saying Nicki Minaj just because of the fact that, you know, I'm just like that fan. Do you have yourself a blazing? Woo! You talk about that real deal. You talk about that Asian, that you go have that good education, you go have that good job and all the shit, mixed with the black, with the personality and all the stuff. Boy, you gonna have to sit here and bulldoze me down before <laughs> I open that goddamn, close that damn door. If I'm capitalizing on something like that, this is my future. Oh, my. So, no, blah, open that door or what? Or what? You better come up with something. He would have got his hands. Bro, you would have got, well, you got handed. You would have got served real quick. Like, bro, if I'm sitting here standing beside. That's one of, that's one of the things. It's just like, your life goes better when you were the blazer. Ask Tiger Woods. Uh-huh. Everybody who stood beside him was like, my life feels good. Yeah, he's blazing. But you're going to find out later that he actually would have did you a favor. You wouldn't have wanted to go in that room. So I mean, of course I would not because <laughs> I'm understanding that this is a murder mystery. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand how he then flexed that power in that moment. I don't know. You know what? Because he is like a nerdy guy. Yeah, like, you're the nerdy guy stopping people from yeah. going into this room. That's why I'm saying this is just, you know, yeah. when no one asking questions. You're right. Nobody's asking questions. So, I mean, in actuality, he probably would have just got his ass beat because I know you would have beat his ass over that blazer. You trying well, to get I wouldn't have beat from? his ass, but I would have definitely been like, bro, you need to provide some type of assistance <laughs> for me right now. <laughs> you need to make this look like this is really cool and something that we both planned out. You make me look like I'm the jerk right here. We both we got we both gonna have a problem. Yeah, hell yeah. Because I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to look like I'm being mean in front of the blazing. Oh yeah, that's the you other don't want to do. Too. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. be the jerk in front of because you know sometimes though like pretty girls they don't like if they see you being mean to this nerdy guy. They'll yeah. Be like, oh, I can't fuck with you. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying. So, bro, this this needs to be the win win. Yeah, you're and right. And right now you're making me lose. Yeah, you can't. Beat I was already bad. winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my losses are your losses. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> now, Tyler had this friend named Mark who had been friends with him for about 10 years. And so he was at the party. He asked Tyler where his parents was. And Tyler said that they had gone to Georgia to, you know, just for a little while. Okay. Tyler had another friend named Marquis who didn't go to the party because he was actually visiting his grandparents in Chicago. But later, when the police questioned him, he said that Tyler had told him two days before the party that he wanted to kill his parents and have a huge party afterward. Now, I feel like some of these people don't appreciate their friends. This is almost like the Columbine thing, not to take it that far back. Yeah. But you guys claim you don't have friends, but there's people you're talking to about shooting everybody. Well, and that's the crazy you thing about it. You have friends. Yeah. You're not appreciating your friends. And that's what I, and I'm just going to plug in a stupidest part of the crime. How many times have I said, if you're going to do something, don't tell anybody what you're going to do. You say stupidest part, but I say you guys are looking beyond what you should be seeking. Mm. You're already getting what you're looking for. I'm almost sounding like some Buddha stuff here, and I guess that's why I'm that Buddha badass. What? Because I say some bad stuff, and I guess I enlighten them a little bit. I don't know. I'm intoxicated. The point is, Ah. is that... You guys say that you're being scrutinized and you're not and you're doing all this as a friendship, but you have friends. Well, yeah. 
and people that actually do care because they're asking questions. Yeah. And they're they're being there and they're talking and they're yeah. interacting. Well, you have friends. And well, and not only that, but he also told his friend. He said, "Wouldn't it be weird to party with a body still in the house?" He said, "I guarantee nobody's done that before." I'm like, that just makes me so mad. I'm like, I'm not telling anybody how to commit a crime, but if you're gonna commit a crime, and I've said this before. People talk way too much. Like, if I was going to do something, I wouldn't tell nobody. He's on one. He's on one. And he is. And, and he's y- been doing... Your friends... Yeah. And that's why I said you know that they're two friends, so you feel like you can tell them. And, well, and that's the thing, too. And, and a lot of people, and we'll find out later, they didn't believe him. I mean, if you think about it, if you have a friend that comes up to you like, I'm going to kill my parents. Like, you're going to think, oh, they're joking. Or, you know, a lot of people say, oh, they're joking. They're not going to do that. And that's how a lot of these people took this. Like, you know? I mean, I would yeah. end up being a good friendship in that circle, yes. Yeah, because how many people... Because people have said that to me. Like, oh, I'm going to kill this bitch. They don't never really do it. You know what I mean? But... He's seeking, a, he's seeking a moment. He's not actually seeking friendship. Yeah. He's not actually seeking people to desire them. It's something that has been wrongfully depicted. That's what I was going to say. We're going to have a discussion about rap. Because mm-hmm. rap has become the new rock and roll. It's kind of crazy, which is something like that. And what I'm seeing of it is you, you, you're depicting a moment. Yeah. You know. Now, at this point, we're going to go over a Facebook chat. This is another Facebook chat that happened July 2nd of 2011. So this was about two weeks before the murders. So this, he talked to his friend Mercedes and basically he was complaining to her that his mother had taken his cell phone and he says, LOL, she's a cunt for show. He said, I might kill her. And Mercedes says, OMG, no jail. I mean, prison, LOL. And then Tyler says, oh, well. And then he put a heart, he put a heart emoji on there. But she was like, well, he's always had a dark sense of humor because he's like one of those people that's always had, like, I have a dark sense of humor, like you do too. So uh, people, man. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I'm saying. So she was like, she didn't take it like that because he was like, yeah, I'm going to kill my parents. But now think about it. If I said something like that to somebody, like they know, like I have a dark sense of humor. And typically me and you, we laugh about stuff that really isn't funny to most people. Yeah, you so, say some stuff about people that are in wheelchairs that I think no, should not No, I would never... Like, oh my oh, god! Oh, I do not listen to Buddha. I do not talk. Yeah, about I'm not, I told you I'm not going to say it on on the air. What the? You're you're what? something else. Okay, you know what, Buddha? We're going to have a conversation <laughs> about this podcast. I do not listen to. I this is never not say true. This is like, not true. Thank you. But the gonna, point is, are you trying to get me canceled? Are you trying to get our podcast canceled? I say some shit. <laughs> I just love the reactions. The point is, is that, he likes to get me riled up. But is that you do say some stuff that I would it would yeah. seem extreme yeah. I mean as to hearing just what I just said yeah. you definitely believe some yeah. extreme, will not believe just me saying some extreme stuff yeah so if so I I'm came saying. up to you and said oh I'm gonna kill this person or you said something like that to me I'm not gonna think you're really gonna do it and run off to authorities and say it because I'm like we joke about stuff like that all the time right right uh, like you said about that military vet the other day <laughs> no. no yeah it's, whatever <laughs> They're gonna cancel us out. Yeah, we're we're like, is he real? Yeah, does he say that stuff? (laughs) She goes to church, people. Yes, I do. Even when she doesn't go there, she goes there on the uh, cast. Don't you cast in? Don't you like log in online? Yeah, yeah. You believe in white Jesus a lot. (laughs) Now by midnight, there was over a hundred kids at this party. See, so he asked his friend and his girlfriend that was 21 years old to give him a ride to the store because he needed more beer because they was running out. And so he says his friend was 21. He went to the store and Tyler stayed in the car with the girlfriend. So while they were waiting, 
Tyler had just said, he was like, my dad died. And so the girlfriend was like, oh, like, I'm so sorry about that. Like, you know, and so looking back on it after what happened, she was like, he basically confessed to me like what he did. So she was like, so like uncomfortable. But right then at the moment, she was like, I'm so sorry to hear that, you know? So they get back to the house and then the kids was playing beer pong at the table. So one kid who wanted to remain anonymous and we don't have a name, but he said he came to this party at 1.15 a.m. And it smelled, it stank. It smelled like moldy wet clothes. So he confessed to that girl before the, the, the anybody started smelling this? Yeah, so basically when they went to the store, when the friend went in, he told, basically when he was waiting in the car with the girlfriend, he just said, you know, my dad passed away. He didn't really confess, but he said, you know, my dad died. That's what he said. He said, my dad just died. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. My condolences. But when she, but at that time, she didn't know like what had happened or anything. He just said that. But now looking back after she found out what happened, she was like, he basically confessed to me. He said that my dad died, you know? Hmm. So that kind of like, was that was like weird because she was like I was in the car with him he told me his dad had just died and you know a light bells light bulbs ring out you know after mm. after all this like comes out people are gonna be like oh my gosh yeah foresight is always yeah so so the kids are all playing uh, beer pong that kid that wants to remain anonymous came to the party said he smelled like moldy wet clothes and then he said there was a sticky substance all over the floor so basically at one point the ball that they was playing beer pong with rolled into the sticky substance and he had to like go wash it off and they still played beer pong with it which is so gross like after you find out like what happened and so Tyler kept telling different stories this whole time at the party he said his kid this time he said that his parents was on vacation to some people he would say they just left him at the house and so his friend Mark, he has a best friend named Mark, and they have been friends since they were really little kids. It's always a Mark. Yeah. Someone's everybody's life. So he pulled him to the side and he told him that he was freaking out and he may go to prison for life. And Mark was like, What are you talking about? <laughs> and he said Ooh, that went down the wrong back. Oh no. <coughs> oh, sorry. That's okay. Ooh. Buddha is choking because he's drinking so much alcohol. Wow. He's just, just getting it down the chunk. Is that how you wrote that out in your mind? That was your, like, you deserve that. That was get back for what you said. I said about people in wheelchairs. You're an alcoholic who's just drinking himself. Oh, well, I accept who I am. All of the graces that it is. (laughs) I worry my own self and my own skin like a badge of honor. (laughs) So he told Mark that he was freaking out. He may go to prison for life. And Mark asked him, what are you talking about? And he said, cause I killed somebody. And so Mark was like, wait a minute, you killing somebody is your own business. Don't tell me anything. I don't want to know anything else about that. Don't tell me anything. And so at that point, that's plausible deniability. Yeah, I'm that type of friend. Like yeah. I'm gonna love you, bro, but don't tell me no more. Don't tell me nothing else. Yeah. So Tyler actually met 18 year old Ricardo at the party who didn't really know him. He had just met him that day. And so he was like, thank you so much for the party, the hospitality. Ricardo was like this really sweet guy. And he was a like... A really sweet Latino guy. What is going well, on? Well, because he was, because he was the only guy. that Yeah, he was the only guy that came up to Tyler and was like, thank you for your, hosp- your hospitality. And so Tyler was like, I just wanted to do something really special before I left. And so he then told him that he was going to kill himself, you know, because he did something super bad. Now, yeah, so he's he so Ricardo. Yeah, that he didn't even know. Like he just met him. 
Now, at 2 o'clock a.m., this is when we're about to get to the nitty-gritty of this case. At 2 o'clock in the morning, Tyler asked his best friend in the world, Michael Bendell, who he had also been friends with since he was really little. And he asked him to take a walk with him. At that point, he confessed to Michael that he killed his parents. Mike didn't believe him. He was like, yeah, right, whatever. And then Tyler was like, look, if you look closely enough, you can see signs. He was like, look at my parents' cars. They're still in the driveway. Like, why would they still be here if I didn't really kill them? And so, and then he started pointing around to the blood all over the place. And he was like, see, like, I really did, like, kill my parents. He showed him bloody shoe prints that was on the floor. And then at this point, he then took him to the master bedroom that I was telling you about that was down that long hallway. He unlocked it and he actually um, opened it up and he showed Michael the bodies. Because, so when he got, when they got in there, there was blood spatter all over the place. It was all over the walls, the floor, the ceiling. Now in this room, there was a mountain of household items. So he had like chairs, books, anything he could think of. And he had put that all on top of his parents' dead bodies. Michael oh. said he looked down there, he saw the legs sticking out. So at this point, Tyler confessed everything to him. He told Michael that around 5 p.m. he hid both... This guy is really cool and a genius at getting people's information out and every detective should take notes from this dude. Right. Or he really did not believe him. Yeah, yeah, he really didn't believe him. They had been best friends for like the longest time. He was like, yeah, right. So Tyler sat there and told him that around 5 p.m. he hid his parents' cell phones to make sure that they couldn't call for no kind of help. He listened to a little boozy song called Feel Lucky. He took three ecstasy pills. And then he grabbed his father's claw hammer from the garage and he went in the house. Now, let me tell you, Lou Boosie is real. <laughs> he actually denies, he actually had an album that's coming out with T.I. Oh, yeah? That he found out that, well, I allegedly, I don't know what happened with T.I. either, and I don't uh, want to sit inside the funk of that either. Uh-huh. Um, but allegedly, <laughs> T.I. had snitched, and T.I. is a legend uh-huh. in uh, Southern rap, <clears throat> especially underground, uh-huh. uh, with that, and being like, you know, like a hard... Guy who's staying real to yeah. his cause. Uh, Lil Bootsy denied. Actually, they had an album that had about almost halfway through nine songs, nine or ten songs. Uh huh. Done, and he canceled the project. Oh, really? I didn't hear about that. I yeah, Lil yeah. Bootsy badass. That's one of the reasons why I was like, I should change my name. I don't want to sit here and insult. Oh, this man. I see what you're saying. In the whole sense of because I, I not, and I, I mean no, in no sense in me saying it on the air. Booty badass is no sense of disrespect. Still a boosie badass because I am very aware of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he stopped the interaction with that because of the fact that he was like, if Ti did that, he's not real. Oh, oh, see, wow, a little so bit of drama it, going on. I didn't know about that. Well, yeah, <laughs> but if you're talking about somebody who's talking about some real yeah. hood turf uh-huh. stuff, <clears throat> real hardcore strife, uh-huh. is what I think Boosie promotes. Is what I'm gonna say in a sentence. Is what yeah. I can say in the best way to say it. Um, I can understand I, why he would listen to that. Yeah, I mean, that's why I was saying. That have this, you this, ever heard this, that, that song before from him? No, because I, 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 well, I want to say yes. 
Uh, but I, I, I'm bad with names. Because I had said I was going to so listen to no. it because I, I, don't, I haven't heard the song either, but I, I forgot to listen to it because I was researching for the podcast and I was like, I'm going to go listen to it because I want to hear like, but I forgot, but I'm going to listen to it after this because I was like. I listen to a lot. I listen to a lot. Um, but I'm horrible with names. Yeah. Yeah. So Ramada, after this, we're going to listen to this song and see if it really does hype you up to kill somebody. Or not. I wouldn't say it's hyped up to kill anybody. What I'm saying is I see... A change in mentality and desire of people's mentality of what it's almost like soul food and chitlins. Uh-huh. Like chitlins is what I really am gonna pick on on this part yeah. of that subject is it's a necessity of some people in a war zone. Yeah. People in the hood are in the war in a war zone. And so they have adopted a certain way of mentality of living and interaction. Same thing when you get a guy who's from the military and he has PTSD. Yeah. It is it <clears throat> is literally in that same way mm. to where they seek and see vulnerabilities yeah. in a different way than other people see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a guy who comes, who comes straight from, if you is is funny, but it's not. But a guy who comes straight out of dealing with things that's happening in the current world, if he's in the military, and I have a couple of friends that are, they will flip out over trash cans. Uh-huh. Like if they see somebody who has a trash can out on a what a, a day that they don't feel like it's supposed to be a trash can out, yeah, they get paranoid. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so- if they see like a garbage bag on a freeway, they they'll switch lanes. They'll like. All four lanes, they'll switch and, and drive in a carpool lane and damn near get a ticket. Yeah. But it's because of the fact that they've been trained in the environment where that's a bomb. Yeah. yeah. That's death. Yeah. And you're slipping. Yeah. In an environment where they've adapted a lot of urban warfare, in an environment where it looks like you're in a normal city, but it's these normal little things that's making you slip, making yeah. you die. Yeah. You know, making you die, but like it's a video. <laughs> yeah, but, but and so it's the same thing in which those type of people adapt. Yeah, but I, him doing that is an extremity, is what I'm saying. Is people that listen to stuff like that, yeah. I'm starting to feel like it's an extremity mm-hmm. in which you want to embrace this kind of day by day, second for second anarchy lifestyle. Yeah. <clears throat> When he got into the house, because remember, he did, he just grabbed the claw hammer from the garage. He got in the house. He saw his mom sitting there on the computer. She was doing work at the computer station. He literally stood behind her for five minutes studying her. And then at that point, after five minutes, he just slammed the hammer down on her head. So Mary Jo screamed. She looked at him, at, up at him and said, why, Tyler, why? So at this point, Blake runs into the kitchen to help his wife. As he's like, you know, as he's claw hammering her, he's beating her with his claw hammer. And he asked him the same thing. He was like, why, Tyler? And Tyler looked at his dad and said, his dad and said, why the fuck not? And he just kept beating him with the claw hammer. And he kept screaming, why the fuck not? While he was beating him to death. Now, afterwards, he made sure they were dead. He wrapped their heads up like in towels and he dragged them to the bedroom. That's when he put all the stuff on top of it and locked the door. Now, he started cleaning, which he did a really poor job of cleaning the house, as you can see, because afterwards, after you see everything that happened, people was like, oh, we did see the blood all over the place. 
Stick I mean, you said sticky stuff was rolling on the ping all pong over the ball. place. Yeah, it was it was blood, and you can see it everywhere. Ceiling, walls, computer table, this whole house. That shows me that your parents was uh, not fighting back. I was like, <laughs> that's why I was like, it's kind of a punk because even because yeah, I was like, I have you know, I mean, you you came from a very destructive and tough neighborhood of what it is. Yeah, and then the truth is, and this is what this is kind of crazy, but it's in truth because these people came from war too. <laughs> You think you would attack one of your family, any family member that's from the hood, and they wouldn't right. start fighting you back? Exactly. Even with a claw hammer and stuff, I'm doing something. I mean, I'm like, grabbing you, a weapon, too. I'm doing right. something. Because you, you, you had a day, katana. Right, because at the end of the day, you have a, a hammer. Like, that's why I thought. You don't have a gun, so I could grab something and just, we're going to be at it. You know what I mean? I'm going to try, because... So, from the evidence of what you told, told me from yeah. before, and which is splattered everywhere, is... This was an uncontested fight. Yeah. It was very one-sided. You were attacking these people. Yeah, that's exactly that what happened. not people that were prepped to sit here and defend themselves and or think of attacking you back. Yeah, and yeah. that's really that's really sad. So you feel you're gangster yeah. around people that are not even anything near that. No, at They're all. like sheep. And this is why I say to... I feel like teenagers are stupid. Like, just period. Like, not all teenagers. Well, all teenagers are stupid. This... This just shows, like, you murder somebody, you didn't even clean the crime scene up. You know if I killed somebody, it, the whole house would smell like bleach, pine salt. I don't know what he did. He must have got a little bit of towel. I don't know what he did, but that was not cleaning. Uh, I think his cleaning was taking them out of the area. Yeah, that was his cleaning. Was, you... He did do some cleaning because it sounded like there was a struggle and it sounded like there was multiple rooms. Yeah. It sounded but... like people were running away and yeah. moving. So... Now, after... It wasn't quick. Yeah. No, it says, so after, you know, he confessed all this to his best friend at this point, and after he you know, now Michael comes up under a lot of scrutiny after all this comes out, because after Tyler told him all that, he chose to stay at the party, because, and he posed with a selfie, uh, he posed, um, he took a selfie with him in the garage, and this can be seen online. This is an infamous selfie, and so Mike came under a lot of scrutiny for that, and he explained it and he said, this was my best friend that I had, like literally we were in diapers together. He was like, at that point, I still didn't process that he had did this. And he said, I knew that I was going to have to turn him into the police. So this was going to be the last picture we ever took together. So people were like, why don't you leave right away and call the police on him? And he was like, it took me a minute to register everything. And he said, I got sad and depressed for my friend because I knew I was never going to see him again at this point. So that's a tough one. Yeah, it is. It's really tough. I mean, you want to be down. Yeah. You, you, and simultaneously, yeah. That's really tough. I mean, so, but, and, and, and let's just be real. This yeah. is a guy that beat the person to death with a hammer. Right. So it's like, am I supposed to act suspicious? Like, okay, right. I'm going to go call moment, the cops now. Like, no. Right. Like, you knew you were going to call the cops. Yeah. I think he did the right thing. I mean, he stayed at the party. He acted like everything was normal. He called the party, I mean, the, the police later. Yeah. And the parents were already dead. So it's not like him not calling the cops any sooner was going to help them at that point. It so, sucks, but that is the hero moment that he needed to play. Yeah. It's hard uh, yeah. to be that person that's just like saying this is okay. Yeah, that's what that's what undercover cop is all about. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have. I would have done the same thing, you know. Now, before Michael left the party, he did tell other people. He told some people too, and so people really started looking like, "Oh wait, that is blood," you know what I mean? Because he told a few people of what happened. Now at two a.m. There was supposedly another party going on, so a lot of people left to go to this other party. 
And when they left, everybody was kind of peeling out, being loud. So that caused the neighbor to call the police because all the noise of people running out the house and stuff. So two officers came to the door. Tyler had everybody that was still there kind of hide. And so the police came and was like, there's some noise complaints. He apologized. And so the cops just left. It was like, you know, just keep the noise level down. Mm. Now his best friend, Mike, did end up leaving the party at 4 a.m. Before he left, though, he did hide 10 Percocet pills because Tyler had said that he was going to kill himself. So he hid some pills from him. So Tyler then called him and asked where he was. And he Remember said... you were talking about earlier, like, oh, why would you be scared of somebody who's suicidal? That's why. Oh, that's they right. They can kill yeah. anybody. Oh. See, that's crazy. We was talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Suicidal doesn't mean you're insane. <laughs> Now, Tyler did call him and ask where he was, and he Michael was like, I'm just tired, you know? So Tyler told him that he was having another party tomorrow, you know? And so I was like, and so this is the other stupidest part of the crime, and this is why I said teenagers don't think. I'm like, how long did you think that you weren't going to get caught every single day you was just going to have a party? Your parents' money was going to run out, you know what I mean? Like, eventually. So I don't know how long he thought that this was going to go on for, because I'm like, he was just going to have a party every day. <laughs> it seems like subconsciously through his guilt. Yeah. He knew he was gonna get He knew he was gonna get caught. I was, I was like, I don't I know my say kids. He's stupid. My kids have my pin numbers. Should I be scared? Because I have my those are the only people I trust with my pin numbers to my cars. Well, you can so, always trust me with it. <laughs> no, they can actually float um, themselves for a few months if something happens to me. So I'm like, I think I might change my pin numbers after this. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it would be something that would help you if you think they're gonna murder you. Yeah. Uh, but if they're following your footsteps, your pin number change ain't gonna be no good. Right, they're, right. they're gonna be thorough. Yeah, they're gonna be you, thorough. You think it's gonna be the stupidest part of the crime, and they're like, "Hey, my mama don't even know that I can figure this crime out like this." <laughs> they're gonna put your ass in some sulfur. You, you're just too infatuated with crime. Ah, uh, I have a little obsession with crime. I'm, I'm a true crime fanatic. But... We should just watch some Care Bear movies. Like every time we watch this, we should just watch something filled with love. Oh, we could Care Bear, yeah. maybe even you know Barney. I love Care Bear. You know something filled with love. Now, now at four forty a.m., Tyler posted a Facebook message to his wall that said, "Party at my house again. Hit me up." But Michael ended up calling Crime Stoppers. And for those of you that don't know, if you want to report a crime. You actually can get paid through Crime Stoppers. So a lot of people choose to do Crime Stoppers instead of just calling the police because if it leads to an arrest, you get like whatever reward there is if there's a reward. Well, hell yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm reporting all crimes through Crime Stoppers. No, you're not. Like anything, <laughs> like if I'm gonna report something, because I like not. this crime. Yeah, you're sick. So whatever. Anyway, <coughs> officers showed up at four thirty-two a.m. because he had already called. He had already, like, you know, called the police. So the officers showed up. They could see Tyler through the window. At this point, everybody's left already. So he's in the house by himself. This is 4.30 in the morning. He's talking to himself. He's pacing. They see him through the window. They ring the doorbell. He answered. And they said his pupils was just huge. He was disoriented. And they asked him if his parents was home. And he said no. He says, and I know that I'm going to Rock Road, which is the county jail. So he said, just go ahead and take me. So they handcuffed him, they brought him out, and they started going in the house. And he was like, you can't go in there. He's just screaming, like, you can't go in my house. The cops go in there, the whole house is just trash. And immediately the cops saw the blood all over the place, you know. They opened up the master door, the master bedroom door, and they found the parents. I think he thought the party would cover it up. Yeah. 
But I mean, because the whole house is trashed, yeah, but you he still did, got he, dead he bodies. Still yeah. He, he wanted to get caught. I, I, because you couldn't have, I mean, because, yeah, the house, I don't care how trashed the party is. That's not Because at the end of the bodies. day, it didn't sound like your parents were horrible. Yeah. And they didn't fight you back, yeah. which is, you know, kind of like some ninjutsu stuff. Yeah. You're watching, you know, anime. But some people, you know, it takes a certain type of person to feel bad to beat down someone who's not fighting you back. Yeah. It takes a certain type of person. And on top of that, he had took those three e-pills, so he really had to get himself there to do, to yeah, do it. He had been he, talking about it. he's yeah. starting coming down, yeah. he's realizing he was that character. That, you like know, I just thought about that. You're that's right. attacking your parents. Because he was high as fuck. So I can't imagine coming down and you realize that's what the fuck you did. Yeah, and there's no going back from that. You're the character who was beating on your parents. Yeah. Before, you know, you're like outside, you know. Yeah. You're outside of your body. And, yeah. you know, it's something happening to them. But to then be the person who's yeah. beating down someone who's completely defenseless. Yeah. Not, I wouldn't say even defenseless. That's what makes it tragic in my mind and yeah. this whole thing is it sounds like his parents didn't even try to att- fight him back and that's uh-uh. why I brought up the example of you in the hood is that there's a lot there's a good amount of people that would Marvin gave their kids yeah. they, they kid get killed right then a good amount of parents that would shoot their kid in the face you know and these parents just was so hurt yeah. And lost in that Yeah, they just kept saying why. Like that they, they yeah. yeah, they was like, I can't attack my child. Yeah. I can't see that in that way. Yeah, I, yeah, they, they had a hard time believing, like, is this my child? They couldn't even believe it was happening. Yeah. They couldn't even believe it was happening. I mean, that's like, that's really scary. Like, imagine that. Like, is this really happening? Like, is my kids killing me right now or hurting right. me? Right, They couldn't, couldn't believe imagine. that that would have been the end result. Yeah. So to be that person. Yeah. To someone who you know probably could defend themselves. Yeah. And probably, you know, owned weapons. It sounds like a very welcome home. Yeah. But he probably owned a, a shotgun even, where he's not even attempting to go to that. Yeah. So you're that person who's just attacking someone who loves you so much. Oh, my God. Well, a lot of people, like, did love them. Their, their funeral had over a 1,000 people at their funeral. Now, Ryan, the older brother, did come home from college because of this, and he's actually, you know, visiting his brother, and he said that the reason he's not leaving his brother is because his parents wouldn't want him to abandon them. It was really, I mean, he was like his parents wouldn't want him to abandon him. Yeah, I get it. And, you know, he did petition the court, though, to make sure that Tyler couldn't inherit anything at all from the estate, but he did become Tyler's legal guardian since Tyler was only 17. Now... No, Tyler needs... The guidance, but as I was saying before, is he doesn't see. Yeah. He's, his eyes open, but he doesn't see. Yeah. You desire so much of this other recognition. You need this recognition, which you don't see that you already have. Right. And we'll see that he's even like that in prison. When I, like, when I go over that part, it's like he's still looking for this recognition. But now, just to go to some of the people that was at the party, and now after everything comes about about what happened, people um, like this one girl. She was a cheerleader, and um, that came to the party, and she said 
he was under a lot of pressure. His parents would never let him be himself. Honestly, I think they just caused everything that happened. His parents always expected him to be someone else that he wasn't, and that's not right. Anything Tyler would do, he would be wrong for. He just broke, and honestly, he got crazy because of it. If you have all that much hate for somebody, then you actually that you would actually do something like that. People blame drugs, you know, but it wasn't the drugs. So basically, this one girl teenager at the party thought it was his parents' fault that he did that. There was another 16-year-old girl that was at the party that said, I wasn't upset when I heard about it. I mean, I didn't barely know him. I wasn't scared or dis or disgusted. Like, it's not like I knew him personally. And then another person that was at that party was like, this was the party of a lifetime. Like, he was like, I know it seems weird now, but 20 years from now, I'll be able to say I was at that party. Can you imagine being able to say that? So I imagine you would say that because you love murder. <laughs> well, that's what. So you would love to be at some party where somebody got murdered. <laughs> Whatever. These are just some of the things when they interviewed some of the kids that they said. Now, now, um, Tyler was sentenced to two life sentences without the possibility of parole. In prison, he gave himself the nickname Hamble. He greets new inmates by saying, "Hey, you know me. I'm Hammer Boy." Now, a prisoner who was actually getting out asked Tyler for his autograph because he said when he gets out, he might be able to sell it because in this hometown, he actually, you know, this was actually, he became kind of famous for this murder in the hometown. And then he actually signed it that said, it's hammer time. He signed the pictures or the autograph said hammer time. Now, since he's been in prison, though, he has gotten in trouble for making homemade weapons and he got his ass beat because he told someone that he would make them a birthday cake out of commissary and he didn't. He ate everything. So he, he got his ass beat. So he's like still in prison, kind of like looking for that, you know, that recognition. So he gave himself a nickname and everything. So it goes back to him wanting to be popular. Like he wasn't popular in school. A self-made nickname. Yeah. Even a good amount of the rappers in which you admire. No one gives themselves the nickname. Yeah, it's you kind can't of give the, yourself the, a nickname. The, the moniker of it all is kind of crazy. Yeah. But you cannot nickname yourself. You can't. Even like the serial killers, they the public nicknames, them, the ones that give themselves nicknames, they don't get the notoriety they're looking for because you gave yourself that nickname. Well, yes, Nisha, <laughs> don't seek that notoriety. Yeah. I, I wasn't saying it in that same realm. But we're both coming to the same conclusion yeah. of narcissism. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yes. It is something that, uh, as I said it was before in the seat, and I don't like your opinions in this whole thing of what he was looking for. Don't tell me that. But uh, it is it is definitely uh, something that is definitely seen of it. Yeah. And that's one of the things that, I don't know, maybe me and you are bad because if we look into this stuff. We, we, we find out this stuff. We try and figure it out because... Us as people who are trying to figure out what the hell made that shit happen. Yeah. And Especially some parents. Of these like, because we're to, parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what happens if our kids wake up one day and just decide we need to go so they can do whatever the hell they want to do? You know what I mean? That's what makes it so scary. And some of the people use the same system to try and make themselves famous. Yeah. The same as that. Yeah. That's what's so scary about all of this. And I was like, and especially like a lot of people like blaming the parents. It's like, well, we're supposed to discipline our kids. We're, we're supposed to tell our kids, hey, you're going down the wrong path. You know what I mean? So it's like, what, like, what if my kids decided to kill me because of, you know what I mean? Or what if your kids decided to kill you? Like, Mine what? wouldn't, but yours would be great. You said that before you think my kids. Because <laughs> you just training, you just training for the best killers. <laughs> no, uh-uh. So um, I already covered a lot of the 
stupidest part of this crime. Do you have anything else like you want to talk about about this case? No, I never feel the stupidest part, but um, this is one of those that is 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 it shows an evolution. Yeah, of desire. Of this popularity, like the little girl that killed herself to try and get hella hits on YouTube. Oh my gosh, that was, yeah. Well, you know, I think that it's a really unfortunate situation because, like, when he did it, he was high, and now he's in prison for the rest of his life. He's gonna have to think about that. It, you know, but there's he's a not lot of guilt. thinking about that. That's the part that's making me say this is now he's like, yeah. I need to get more famous. So he's calling and himself he's camera using boy. this as a platform. Yeah, he don't understand that he's wasted his life. He was seventeen when he went in. Is he, he lives, wasting his life? I mean, he, well, it's he, like some he, Kanye West stuff. Is well, he wasting? Well, his Well, if life? he lives to be ninety years old, I mean, he went in at seventeen. So yeah, I call it a waste of life. You I mean, but if he goes in at ninety years old and he kills one person a year and people keep talking about him every year, yeah, then he's famous. Yeah, he's but, Billy the Kid. Yeah, but. I don't know. Maybe this is what he wants. He did it for 80 years going. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if, yeah, if he killed somebody once a year, yeah. But, I mean, he's just. Not like he's not already on the path. Yeah. Who knows? So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's it's a different. It's almost like using lives as a different platform. Uh Yeah, but that is the story of Tyler Hatley. I have a surprise for you next week. Oh, I thought this was a multi. No, it no. It just was long as shit. It was, this was a Jesus. very long episode, so we gave it to you. Because I was like, it's not enough to split it into twos, but I mean, it's going to be a longer episode. But You should warn people before that. You should yeah. start off the episode with that. This is going to be a long especially. episode. I don't know. Do you especially? Whatever. You like this time <laughs> recording. Whatever. But I have a surprise for you because you're just the best co-host. Oh. Guess what I'm doing for you next week? Give me homework. No, I'm actually going to do your boy, Stanley Tookie Williams. Girl, okay. So next week we will be studying Stanley Tookie Williams. And I'm like, I always ask, do you know this case? But you know this case this time. So I'm like, yes. So you'll actually <laughs> be able to help me with the research of this case, won't you? Because it's uh, your boy. Uh, what? <laughs> That's what this all was about. So <laughs> yeah, we're going to do Stanley Tookie Williams. I'm looking forward to taking a deep dive into him. That one's kind of going to might be a longer episode too. And um, yeah, so we are, I want to make an announcement to everybody. We are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Amazon. We are on iHeartRadio. Like anywhere you Isn't can get it? your podcast. We are literally everywhere. Oh, girl. Let's yeah. get it. Oh, Spotify. I forgot to say Spotify. That's like the main one. And we're on all of them. We also have an Instagram. So follow, follow us, Hot Garbage Show. Also, uh, we have a Facebook discussion group. It is a true crime. So it's called Hot Garbage True Crime Edition. Follow us and we will definitely, you know, let you in and we'll talk about the cases and stuff like that. And you can also send us a Gmail, hotgarbagenews at gmail.com. And I also have a TikTok author Nisha where I, you know, put a little snippets of the case and everything like that. So we will see you next week for Stanley Tookie And you do books too. You just go do all the promotional stuff. Where are we at now? I do, you know, because I don't promote my books as often on the True Crime podcast. But but, but since, since he mentioned, yes, I am an author and I have eight published books on Amazon. Wait, is it oh, eight or nine? Working on my ninth one right now. So you can follow that, Nisha Brown Books at Amazon. And yeah. And I also like cauliflower doing dinner. I do the, I mash it up to make it look like mashed potatoes so I can eat healthier. <laughs> I do stuff too. 
Just it out there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, everyone, take care and watch your back out there.